Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's up, people? This is DJ. Hey, mi gente. This is Ish. And, and this, this is season, season two, two of Pero Let, Let Me Tell You. You need to listen to more hip hop. But I, I don't know. I've listened to a lot of things. I just don't memorize them. Be to the BET Awards the other day. Okay, so no. <laughs> I did not. Oh my God. The BET Awards and the Soul Train Awards are like the best music award shows. Mary J. Blige got. Um, you said that wrong. What? It's Mary J. Blige. Okay, Whitney. She got like uh, the like the uh, big like lifetime achievement. achievement award, like Icon Award, and she did a medley of her hits. More than deserved. Yeah, I know. You know what? When they gave it to her, I was thinking, like, shouldn't they have given this to her already? The thing is with her, she's younger than... I always forget that she's not as old as I think she's been. She's not. She's not. She's and, not. you know, she's been around for a bit, and she's been through yeah. some shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. Are, wait, are we recording? We are recording. And, oh. And, <laughs> and so episode 70 will have no more drama. No <laughs> more... That is such a good song. That is a fantastic song. You... Do you really like? Do you like Mary? I mean, I, I say this. Do you like follow her her music? I don't follow her music, like seriously, but I I it's, know enough about it. It's funny because like her song, you know, the that you got to dance for me, no need no hater. Yeah, 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 yeah. That song is like I. It's probably her most popular song, and, and it's not indicative at all. No, it's of, not. Of like her 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 her, her 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 catalog is so freaking profound and her songs are so um personal, like My Life, What's yeah. For One, all that. And it's funny because some of her like songs are like 
dance hits and i'm like i don't know i don't know if i feel comfortable dancing to the same girl who wrote uh my life um Why that not? song uh listen you gotta, to you gotta dance away the blues sometimes i guess so yeah. what's what's life without a little dance but no but I, I I love Mary J. Blige and yeah when when she got that award I'm like well, shouldn't like she, now shouldn't she have gotten this like 20 years ago but but then again you know but like 20 years ago she was like 30 yeah she's she's not 50 already she's like in her late she's, 40s she's probably 50 but not not any further than that no not any further than that so yeah. anyway well everybody welcome, welcome to episode 70. 70 we made it 70 yay oh we're on our way to the gold watch ah no wait gold yeah 75 75, 75 is, gold. is gold yeah yeah gold and then what is diamond no diamond no di- diamond no 75 is, is diamond yes yes it's silver for 25 50 for gold and diamond is it's a diamond jubilee are you gonna get me a diamond i'm gonna get you two one for each ear Oh, well, you know, diamonds are a girl's best friend. You don't say. A kiss on the hand may be quite continental, but diamonds are a girl's best friend. Have you ever seriously watched Marilyn, like, speak? In that movie? Like, no, in general, like, interviews or whatever. Like, have you, have you like, paid attention to how yes. when she talks? Yes. Her mouth does this thing where it's constantly, like, in a little pout, and then she's got the baby voice, and it's very exhausting. Let me ask you something. <laughs> Not Seriously, when you see anything of Marilyn Monroe, how do you feel? Does it make you, like, happy? Do you like it? Um, For the most part, yes, unless it's that Miami Heat shirt where she's, like, biting the jersey. I just no. find it weird. I All, just find it weird. I, I find Everything that she does, depressing, and it makes me very sad. Everything, everything. Even gentlemen prefer blondes. Even blonde? gentlemen prefer blondes because my favorite movies ever. No, I know, but because you know the story of Marilyn Monroe, oh, well, and you know yeah. how tortured she was, and how depressed she was, and how sad she was. It, anything I see of hers, it's just it breaks my heart. Like even the fun okay. stuff, okay. because like I see it, like for example, the iconic um, uh, picture of her, yeah. of her, yeah, seven year itch with mm-hmm. the dress. Yeah. yeah. You know the dress, yeah, the, yeah from Seven Year Itch. That's like the day she shot that. Like she was going through some like major, major like bad stuff. Um, was like Seven Year Itch or bus stop. The day that she did the the press for that, yeah, yeah, because I was like a press junket thing. She was going through stuff with um, either the ball player, uh, uh, Joe DiMaggio, Joe DiMaggio, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and especially like when you see clips of uh, something's got to give. You know the movie that was never finished. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's the, the movie of her in the pool. Yeah, 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 like you see clips of that, and it breaks your heart because that's. But I see. She was at the end, and like you know, she had to put on this like ditzy image and all that, and, and she, she was like forty. I don't think she was even forty. I don't even know. I mean, um, no, she was born in like nineteen twenty five, twenty six. I think she was like. Um, like maybe in her thirties when she. Died? Yeah, she was like in her late thirties. She was in her late 30s. So we're about to be older than Marilyn Monroe? Is yeah, we're, we're already that? older we're already than Jesus. Older than, so, you know. I think we're older than so many icons. Um, so, yeah, when I see Marilyn Monroe stuff, it like it's really depressing. But anyway, let's talk about something else because this is Pedro, let me tell you. So, bueno. This today is Fake Friday. Um, yes. It's so fake. when this airs on Real Friday, yes. very shortly. Uh, not that this is going to be a major topic of conversation. Happy but maybe Fourth it of will. July. Maybe it will. Well, yes. Happy Fourth, <laughs> happy of, Fourth July. of July. I hope you Everybody's guys... recovering now. Yes. I hope you guys ate all of your. Quick. How does America turn? Oh, I didn't even know. God, how... you should know off the top of your head. Two hundred forty-three. I don't know these things. Two hundred forty-three. I don't do math. 
Clearly. No, I don't do math. Just it's add three just add two hundred and three years to your age. Always. Just add two hundred and three years to your age. And that's how old America is. Okay. I'm always I'm gonna forget the three, but I'll always add two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're gonna be close, but right, not... right. I always well, I won't be off. Um like you know. So we hope everybody had a wonderful fourth yes, of July. Hope you guys ate lots of delicious things. Two hundred and forty three years. Now put two hundred and forty three candles on an American cake and I we know. got ourselves our party. I know. That's how you get the fire department at your house. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh my God, that just totally reminds me this many years ago, my cousin I had a cousin who was kind of like a born again Christian. So she was really into J C, you mm-hmm. know, during that Should time. Say? No. Oh. J C as in oh, Jesus Christ. Christ. Okay, yes. The and other, other J C for like Christmas she wanted to do like a happy birthday Jesus cake. And I was like, are you going to put, this was the 90s, like 1,900 something candles on the cake? Like, <laughs> Wait, she had a birthday cake for Jesus? She had a birthday cake for Jesus for Christmas. What kind of cake was it? I don't remember. Was it Cuban cake? No, I think she made it. Oh, well, no. So but like, she was. Like she, Duncan Hines. She, had, she was a born again Christian. She okay. was. This was like at the beginning of the, you know, see when the she first started, right, yes, right, right, right. You know, they're very hardcore yeah, on yeah, like yeah. everything um, before before it dissipates a little bit. Yes, and I'm like, you're so are we gonna sing Happy Birthday, <laughs> Jesus Christ? <laughs> Happy Birthday to you. you. I mean, listen, I was down with it. Anything that would have free cake. Oh look, I'm down for cake. I yeah, don't care. I want to celebrate in Earth the name Day of Jesus. Great, you know. I don't care. So, yeah, anyway. let's have an America cake. Bueno, episode seventy. Let's start. Yep. And for those of you that you know, sometimes this is a little bit of um, I don't want to say back to basics because we said that already. But we've had you know our last episode was in Vegas. Before yep. that, you know, we had the wonderful Lucy Lopez. We've yep. had a string of guests that we love. So today it's just you and I. It's just you and I for seventy. You know, speaking, speaking of just you and I, well, it wasn't just you and I, but how did you enjoy the Robbie concert? I enjoyed the Robbie concert very much. It was a dream come true. It was a bucket list moment. And thank you very much. It was very kind of you. Oh, you're welcome. Yes. And you and I got a little emotional when he sang when Angels. He sang Angels. So whatever. We, we just started crying. We did. I don't care. Anyway, so <laughs> Bite that today Instagram was not working. Yes, Instagram. So, how did that make you feel, people out there listening to us? I, well, it made me feel confused. Okay, I I told you this. <laughs> I un- I didn't know what was going on, right, right, right. and my Instagram Instagram kept crashing. And, and you just posted something and, for our, and for it took our... me like three times to post something. Oh, really? Yeah, because I would post it, and they'll be like, "I cannot post this picture." And I'm like, "I have never received this error message before." But then, coincidentally, my phone is running out of storage, so I'm like, "God." Damn it! I'm gonna have to like, but it shouldn't affect. One thing shouldn't affect the other. Right, but, but, well, but, you're, but you that know, moment, when your phone moment, starts right. running out of storage, it starts acting funny. Right, right. So I I uninstalled Instagram twice, Coño. and I'm like, what the hell? I I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I swear to you. I started. I went on T-Mobile.com to start looking for a new phone because I was convinced no, that it was my phone because your, now my phone is old. Your first instinct isn't to Google is Instagram down because that's what I do. No, after, actually, after, no, it after, wasn't. After, like, the fifth time of not being able to no, see things? No, because for me, my phone has been acting funny recently. Oh, so, yeah, you chalk it up to your so, phone. So, yeah, so I was like, oh. Hit the telephone. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to get another phone. And, yeah, I started. See, all these things have a shelf life of two years. The moment that you pay it off. The moment that you pay it off. And I paid off my phone in March. The moment I just paid mine off now, and I'm waiting for that shit to happen. Well, the moment you pay it off, yeah. Yeah, empieza la porquería. The phone starts crashing. And I've been so, like, bragging to people. I'm like, I don't pay for my phone anymore. 
well, you know, that's whatever. karma coming back to bite yeah, us in the ass. So, so the world stopped, and it was Instagram, WhatsApp, and fa- everything Facebook. Facebook, yeah, everything Facebook. But this is like the second or third time this year it happens. No, no, this is the first time I know about. I think there was an, an outage earlier this year of, of Facebook them being, and uh, I don't know, Mark, get on it because. Uh, yeah, Mark the, the the bot. Yes, <laughs> well, he was probably not plugged in at the time. That's no. what happened. But how did how did everybody out there react? Like for a minute there, we didn't have social media. Our social media was acting we all up. had to do work. We all had to live our real lives. Yeah, what the fuck is that about What's, Facebook? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fuck you. It was kind of nice, wasn't it? Well, I was at the office, so I mean, no. I, like I said, I had to actually work. <laughs> I was like, fine, I'll pay You know, it was attention. like a total pain in the ass. This was specific for me. Um, a few months ago, a Wells Fargo was down really? their whole network from online banking to ATMs. It was down for like, when I mean a whole day, I mean like a whole work day, like see, morning see, to hours, like five yeah. banking hours. And coincidentally, that day I had to like transfer a whole bunch of money no, claro, around claro. and I'm like, pero how can this be? I can't even go to McDonald's <laughs> because oh. nothing worked. So, yeah. <laughs> the world we live in, the connected world we live in. But you know what? I think, I mean, I'd like to think, I, I feel, I may be wrong, well, I think you could probably say this about me mm-hmm. since you're close enough to me. I think I'm kind of balanced with my social media and phone. I'm not I'm I'm I'm, I'm not going to say I never use my phone. Or I never use social media because that would be a lie. But I have a nice balance. I'm not always on you it. You do. I'm not you have a, always you have a balance. And sometimes you might be on it but not on it. Or like I'll go through like a tangent that I'm on it for like maybe like 2 weeks and then and, and then, then you go like another 3 weeks or without. like even in the day I'll, I'll right. have maybe a moment that I'll have like a a marathon that I'm on it for like 45 minutes like right, 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 right. burning brain cells on yeah, social like, media. Yeah, yeah and that's then when I, I get the the the, the, the rame of ideas of, of ideas. No, of likes. <laughs> oh, oh, of likes on Instagram. Like yeah. all of a sudden I'll be like my god, I have like 72 so, likes so on all my pictures. So to know Keys to know to our listeners, if you are, this is on my personal page, DJ, what's my personal page? DJ Borges 19. DJ Borges 19 on Instagram. Here's keys to know about me. If you follow me, if I follow you, I will like every single one of your pictures. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what part of the world you're you nope. are in. But you'll what never you're know when it's going to happen. Right. So <laughs> what I'll do is like, oh, look at this follower. This guy has followed me for like three years. Right. Oh, for some reason, because with this new algorithm on Instagram, there's people's it, it, pictures who just don't come up on my it's feed. It's showing stuff from like four days ago. Yeah, or like specific top, people, yeah, right? Yeah. It's not everybody. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I haven't liked any of his pictures in like a month. So I'll go like, 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 <laughs> until you know you like so much that Instagram blocks you. <laughs> like, Does well, it? Well, when you like too many pictures. Like thinks you're, you're a bot? Yeah, like oh, also, you that. can't like anymore for like. 10 minutes like <laughs> oh i didn't know that yeah so if you if i follow you just know that i will like every single one of your pictures even if it's a cat an ass shot or i don't actually guess which one of those i post i don't the one the one things i don't like are anything religion inspired like based on religion good or bad like if it's something preachy or even if it's something critical of religion like okay. i i don't that I won't touch for my own personal reasons, but but yeah, just know that if if you I follow you, you're gonna get a lot of likes because you know what I freaking hate those people that follow you and they never ever like any of your pictures. Yeah, I never like. It's like why back. do you, it's like why do you like me? Like why do you follow? Why do you me? follow me? 
Not, you, know, you don't have to be psychotic like me that likes every single picture. No, but like occasionally, you know, there's got to be something you like. Right. Just by the laws of probability. Yes. Like, I so mean, now what's up with you people? What's the saying? If, you, if you're talking about me and you're seeing all my Instagram posts and you're a fan bitch. Like, I, mean, I haven't heard that. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> like, why are you hating on me? Whatever. Why are you so obsessed with me? <laughs> and I was like, why are you so obsessed with me? So, bueno. Let's get into some hot uh, topics, if some, you will. Some some topics of the moment. So, esta semana. Oh, yeah, a lot has happened this week. I was I was out for like, you know, I was out parrandeando for a couple of days. You know and what? I it's think like everything happened yesterday. I was going to talk first about this. This, what, what I thought was going to be our marquee. Okay. Um, topic? Topic. But I'm going to talk about another one I wanted to bring up first, because I think it's going to get you more riled up. I love being riled. Viste que la Taylor Swift. See? <laughs> <laughs> now Taylor Swift has a problem with Scooter Braun. So, let's set up the problem. I love that the internet at this point has decided to just start pitting people that I have issues with across the board against yeah. each other. Yeah. Because I'm not a Scooter Braun fan yeah. by any means. Um. So, Taylor Swift goes on social media to talk about... it's been 10 minutes since she was a victim. To talk about how... Um. So, okay... So let's give a little bit of background yeah. before we go into that. Taylor Swift, up to now, all her records have been released, all of them, from her very first album to her latest album. To the latest? Yes. Okay. Have been released on Big Machine Records. That is who she signed her record deal with. She recently... Oh, she, nev- she never changed uh, no. Al- uh, labels? No. No, oh. apparently. I don't oh. know if it was like no, a 10 no. label a contractor ten, right. or whatever. She recently changed to Universal. So... So this new album. So whatever new right the new singles that she's had. This now, new album, love whatever that's right, called. That's gonna be on, on Universal. Universal. That album's right. on Universal. Okay, right. Got so it. So okay. these new singles she's released in the past few months, mm-hmm. and moving forward, will be on Universal. Got it. So she leaves Big Machine Records, and now she's with Universal, as I said. Mm-hmm. Big Machine Records was being sold, or a uh, a portion of it was being sold. Okay. And the majority was bought by Scooter Braun. Justin Bieber's manager. Right. Who you do, Amongst right, other people. Amongst but... other people. Scooter Braun, right. He, especially in Justin Bieber's earlier years. I mean, he's the reason we have Justin Bieber. He came out in a lot of videos. He was his manager and all that. Some people love him. Some people hate him. He's a music guy. Yeah. Right? With all that entails. And he's also manager so, now of... Um, Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato and Carly Rae Jepsen. Right. So, I mean... So, when he becomes the owner or president of this big, company, a big machine, a big machine, uh-huh. Taylor Swift goes online and causes havoc, saying that he bullied her and that he's an awful person, that he now owns her destiny and her music because oh, for fuck's sake, her record company, like all singers, owns. The masters right. of her music. Right. Okay. So you're not special, Taylor. Right. All record companies form. do this. They own the masters. Okay. Right. For God's sake, the Beatles, the Beatles did not own, own their masters. Right. Like, very few people do. Right. Right. And I, they, I would say Prince. Prince was one of the Is few. Maybe it's. Well, well, hand, well hand. Prince, and went, that's why we went through the when whole he went to his own War, record Warner company. Records, right? Situation. But when he went to his own record company, right. Because the reason he became the, the symbol, the symbol, the artist formerly known right. as Prince, is so he could record off contract his own music, right? Because right. he was still under contract with Warner as Brothers, Prince. right? As Prince, right? Right. Yeah. So nobody 
owns the Masters, boo-boo. But anyway, she goes on and on and on and on and says her favorite topic, herself how a she's a victim and he bullied her and this is because she's a woman and, you know, he's a horrible person, blah, 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 blah. I'm trying to be as objective as possible. I see way. that, yes, clearly. No, because you know what? <laughs> I don't I don't hate her, I don't dislike her, I don't I don't feel negativity towards her as much as you do. Mm-hmm. But this this story is the type of story that when it comes up, it's like, you know what, Taylor Swift? I've tried so much to be like impartial. impartial to like These are the things that make it hard. Yes, these are the things that make right, it hard. Right. I've tried so much to right. be impartial and then to the, you. The worst part is that then she uses words, and this is why the word to me bully has no meaning whatsoever anymore. Because she comes out, you know, crying her fake, you know, white on white on white cupcake, you know, tears that, oh, I'm, he's bullying me and this is his. It's like, you know what? It's smart business sense. The same way that she said she was taking everything off of Spotify and only doing it on that cult title for a while and, <laughs> you know, whatever. And then when they amended it, she brought back her music. Why? Because she was looking at it from a business perspective she didn't give three flying fucks about her fans at that point did she because she wasn't thinking about her fans who don't have spotify and maybe don't have title or can't afford title or just plain don't want to buy title right oh no but she was at that point she was a hero she was standing up for things. Because, you know, at that point, she doesn't give a shit. And then what bothers me is, like you said, she goes on social media and turns this into a thing that they're picking on her. Because that's all this Swiffer with a lemon on top knows how to how do. How do you really feel? Okay, you know, you know my problem, one of my many problems You can't get mad when people call you, when people say that you're always playing the victim, if you always play the victim. Okay, one of my problems with her is that, okay, why... I'm not going to start on Tudger Call. Actually, I was going to talk about him. <gasps> I was going to get to him, but but we'll get to him. Yes. Why do you need to do this publicly? Right. Right. If you have a problem with your record company, your ex record company, the way that you, you go the way they handle your music, why do you have to do this publicly? Why do you have what to go? You, what do you get out of it? Why do you have to go on on social media? And she by now knows that she, like many people, not only her, has a fan base that's fucking crazy. You know, right? Right. Because all these fan bases, all these people that call themselves Team Whatever, especially are, now, are crazy. Because especially you know what? Nowadays, I'm the first one that says it. I'm Mariah Carey's biggest fan. I've been a fan since she came out. You know, almost 30 years ago. And you know, Mariah Carey fans are lambs. I'm no lamb. You know, because this is like you're the first one to call her out on her bullshit. Yeah, I'm the first one to call her on her bullshit. But it's like I'm not blind. And then they get on, they get on social media and they start causing havoc and and, and, and harassing it's like, people. It's like and... I don't understand if I like you and I like your music and I like you, your celebrity. Why do I have to go fight with other people about who's better? It's yeah. like you like who you like and that's Call it, it a so day. she knows very well What's gonna the happen? power of her social media of course she does right she's deleted her social media like 10 times you know in, in the last several years and she's had many issues on social media with things like this so it's like going you should have a little bit more discretion before you go on especially on this that this is a business matter right and this I, is not personal and I'm not defending Scooter Braun. No. First of all, I, I don't know him. Right. And secondly, you know, who knows what really happened there? Maybe the guy is a tyrant. But this whole thing. It was up for sale. He bought it. But this whole thing of like, oh, he controls my musical legacy. Yeah, the record company does. Just like every single artist, the record owns. Oh, right. For God's sake, Madonna, who is like an icon, right. a legend. Warner Brothers owns all her music. 
All of it. Yeah. Well, she's well still, and she's still on the label, right? No, no she's, she's on. She Hard Candy was her last Warner Brothers album. Really? Yeah. So whatever. She's had a couple of albums on another Little label, winner. but that newly, I think she's on Live Nation now. They own her. Her. That is the way that's, the music the, industry that's is. The way the deals. And the music industry, especially is, when you're starting out, especially when you're starting out, you have yes. no clout. And this, and the music industry is notoriously, you know, um, watch the TLC behind the music, people. Actually, but no, you bring that's, that up, but I mean. But it's 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 the textbook case yes, where we all that. learned about so how this, this is, was. This is not you being the, a victim, Taylor. Right. This is something that, for better, you know, unfortunately happens, happens. in this industry. It's the, it's so, the business. So this isn't personal, Taylor right. Swift. Right. So I, I, I saw it. And then, and then, and then. It's funny because when this came out, all, you know, celebrities started taking sides. The moment... That I read some article where Todrick Hall. You know who Todrick Hall is? Yeah, I know is. who okay, Todrick okay, Hall okay. is. When for, he weighed in. Well, the for, moment I saw his name, the moment I saw his name, without, knew, without, without reading, reading anything, without I'm reading like, it? how much do you want to bet he's going to say that Scooter Braun is homophobic? Oh, of course he and, is. And now, now, for those of you I who couldn't, don't. I couldn't read two more lines. He's like, oh, and by the way, Scooter Braun is homophobic. Now, for those of you who don't know who Todrick Hall is, he is, I, I give him credit. He is somebody who has really made a name for himself. In, he, he's he, I think he was a uh, a contestant on American Idol. I mean, if we go that far back. But what he's really done is he's been able to create music and videos, more specifically, on basically a shoestring budget almost. And he's now... I'm gonna go with the word famous. I mean, he does his he does release albums. He was on her latest video. He was in her latest video. He choreographs a lot of things. He's always on Drag Race. Actually, he released an album a couple of uh, maybe like two years ago. I forget what the name of it is, but the entire theme of the album is he basically did like the Wizard of Oz, mm-hmm. telling like but using his own personal narrative, using the structure of the Wizard of Oz, and he you know he wrote songs and he did a whole visual album. I mean, again, the guy's talented. He's talented. No, nobody. Pero cada vez que abre la boca. La mete, mete pie. I have zero credibility for that guy ever since a couple months back. I guess he broke up with his boyfriend at the time. And he went on a social media tirade posting like all the texts from the guy, posting all of it on, on Instagram, posting why he was a horrible person, how he cheated on him. He did that as a, as a public figure? He did all of that. And that was the moment where, and I had always heard, oh. I had always heard that he was kind of like one of these shady bitches. Oh, the minute that's... that he did that, I lost respect yeah, for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't like, do that. You don't, especially if you're a public figure. You're a public figure. You're a public figure, and you know what? Whatever happened between you and your ex happened, but you don't just put somebody on blast like that, especially somebody who really, for, for lack of a way of putting it, doesn't have the ability to defend themselves. It's uh, uh, in the way that you have the ability to because they do make not have statement. that platform. Right? They don't have that platform. They don't have that platform. Oh, what a little bitch! Yeah, uh, there's a moment. No, 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 no but, it, but, it's, but it's so predictable. It's so predictable. It is the moment in the article that I saw his name. I'm like, do it up. This one homophobic. is gonna say he's yeah. homophobic because nowadays people say, oh, you're homophobic. You're, you're a racist. racist you're, you're this. This, this, you're that. Yeah. With like yeah. no, like, no context. No context. No, no, nothing. No, nothing. You know? no, 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 no. Oh, the, 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 you're you're homophobic because I say you are, right? Right, right. You know because I say you are. Um, which it's later, like, it's which like, later, it, like, that that old question is just like you know how how often do you beat your wife? You know, it's like well. I, I, I don't. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know. And later he said, oh, because, you know, when I was Scooter Braun's artist, he never, ex- you know, he never, expanded he my never, career. Right, he never really blah, blah, helped blah, blah, promote. Blah. Okay. Well, well, maybe he didn't promote you because you weren't. Maybe at the moment you couldn't, you, he, they couldn't figure out what to do with right. you. Right. I or, mean, or 
everything is about timing too. Yeah. Maybe no cuadraste en ese momento. Whatever. I mean, again, we weren't there. We don't know. But again, the, I don't know. Pero ese, ese es otro lo que tiene talento. He's another Frankie Grande, who, by the way, I saw at Pride in New York on a float. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it looked like one of those wacky inflatable arm things on the float. Yeah. And, the, but, the, the one in car dealers? Uh-huh. <laughs> but like, más estirado para atrás. Yeah. yeah. And with glitter. And with lots of glitter. That's something I don't get either. Again, and he's younger than us. I don't I don't get that Frankie Grande. I don't understand it, but I, I don't get it either. That's He's so, association. he's so annoying. It's funny because the first time I noticed him, I didn't, you know, I didn't necessarily know he was Ariana Grande's half brother right, or right, whatever right. brother for full brother. And I would notice, I'm like, what is that sparkly annoying thing jumping up and down in award shows? I'm like, who is that guy? Like, and then obviously yeah. I find out, and I'm like, again, why is he? But he he was on Survivor, no, no on Big, uh, brother. Big brother, and he didn't Big he brother. win? I think he won. I don't know if he won or he got like the final two. Because I have a friend that uh, watches a Big Brother, and he was like, "Oh, he was like good. He yeah. played the game well." But anyway, back to, back, to Taylor Swift. back to Taylor. Um, we digress. A, a, I again, I just don't understand why she feels the need to always be the victim and put this publicly. I, I don't. I, I, it do it makes think, it so hard for me to like like her. Do you think that this is just an extension of what we? do now as a culture it is but not everybody does that no no but i'm saying but again she's younger than us so that, what i mean by as a culture i mean you know like like the the up and well you know what even if people do that generation now, i don't know the upcoming generation it sucks no i don't disagree with you but i'm just i'm i'm wondering if she's if she's a symptom Mm-hmm. Or or if she's and now, the disease. And now all these people, including your girl Hosley or Hasley, whatever her Hol- name is. Hol- Hol- yeah. Um have gone on she's to not a say real that she's like a pioneer for women in the recording industry. Blah 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 blah. I'm like, really? Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift? I mean If you could if, if listeners, if you could see the face I'm giving him right now, <sighs> like Halsey needs to go back to pretending that she's writing her song in that phone And, and again, I want to say it again. It's not that I hate on Taylor Swift. I think she's talented. Oh, she's um, talented. She writes, I don't she, necessarily get her phenomenon, but I think she's talented. You know, as yeah, I she's, always, talented. she's no better or worse of a singer than the average pop star. As I always would always tell you when you when you know she when right. she receives an album and like her songs are everywhere. Right. I'm like, listen, it could be worse. You know, I guess. But but yeah, like. <laughs> Just handle your shit privately. The Especially, whole world... it's it's a business deal. Yeah. At the end of the day. And again, you know what? It sucks, but... It... Or if you're going to do it, do it like Prince. You know what I mean? Make it a... Do something... A real statement and put your neck on the line. Right. Make a... Rather sim- than... Right. Uh, don't throw a temper tantrum. Right. And, and right. say... Be- and, and, and another thing. In this whole controversy... What caused the controversy? You mean, mean non-troversy? Huh. What caused it was that Scooter Braun bought the company. It wasn't even about her because he just bought this company. Right. Which, by the way, a lot of other acts Who are in it. On, on... Little Big Town. It's it's predominantly a country. Okay, um, which makes sense if you if you go back she to her started start. off her, right, her right. country roots. So it's not like he bought this com- company being like, ha, 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 ha. Voy a coger a la Taylor Swift. It's not like she's the only thing on there. Voy a acabar con ella. It's like, no. It's me. He probably bought this company as an investment or as it's a business sense. Business. He is in the music of business. It's smart you know? business to own the masters of one of the biggest selling recording artists of this of this time. Now she'll make a song about it. God, we're going to have to sit through that, aren't we? But you know what? To quote her, Taylor... You need to calm down. Yeah, calm down. Calm your tits. <laughs> Just calm down. 
So, bueno, now that we got that out of the way. Estúpida. So oh. how do you really feel about Taylor Swift? You could just resort to what I call her. Bland. La papa sin sal. La papa sin sal. <laughs> y mira, she dressed up as a potato, uh, french fries in her last uh, video. I told you, right, her last her video, last video okay. that they were like, oh, there's going to be a surprise guest in Taylor Swift's new video. I'm like, oh, clearly it's Katy, Katy Perry. Perry. You know, they're going to make up. That whole frenemy thing, that's probably a media st- uh, thing too. There's somebody else who, like, I don't know, Katy Perry, I see her success, and I'm like, this happened? (laughs) And it's funny, because I don't don't dislike dislike her her either. I actually own some of, I've downloaded maybe two of her songs. Right, right, right. But I'm like. But I get what you're saying. Like, I kind of wonder. I'm like, she's that famous? (laughs) Like. Like, that famous? Really? Like, Like, that big? Yeah, like. We decided on this as a culture? Yeah, we decided that <laughs> Katy Perry was going to be one of the top pop acts of, like. Like, we took a, did we take a vote? The mid to late 2000s. Was like, this a popular versus electoral thing? Apparently. <laughs> 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 like, she has some cute stuff. I think Teenage Dream is a great song. Yeah. Last Friday um, Night is fun. Friday Night, yeah, that one's fun. You're hot and you're cold. Hot and cold. That yeah. song is cute. She has a couple of, like, cute yeah. songs, but she's never had a song that I've been like, oh, my God. Se la comió. Porque mira, mira, la misma Lady Gaga. You know, we've been very, <laughs> very uh, expressive here on our thoughts about <sighs> Lady Gaga, Gaga. But nobody can say that Lady Gaga is not talented. No, no. Or I that agree. Lady and Gaga she has a, way has with a words great and... voice and she's an awesome musician. Yeah. And, you know, I don't drink the Lady Gaga Kool-Aid, but Lady Gaga has some songs that right. it's like, that is a good song. Like, yeah, lyrically. Bad or, Romance is a great yeah, yeah, song. Yeah. I mean. I can't I can't take it away from her. You know, and, and she has a lot of songs that it's like, coño. Like, that's a great song. But it's a chiquita, Katy Perry. It's like, it's like kind of when you get, when you get French fries at McDonald's that have been sitting out for like 10 to 15 minutes. They're good because they're from McDonald's, but it's like, I mean, I was going to call her coleslaw. Well, okay. You know, it's there. Sometimes you're like, what am I going to walk away? Yeah, it's included in the value meal. I mean, I got it. It's here. You know? It's here. I'm not going to throw it away. I'm not going to throw it away. I'll consume it. You yeah. know? I wouldn't order it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Very rare has a coleslaw. I, one time I had a blue cheese coleslaw at Houston. It was so good. That sounds really And good. had walnuts. Ooh. Which I'm not a big coleslaw person. No, but that sounds phenomenal. Yes. It had like a blue, it had like crumbled blue cheese with like a blue cheese, like Ooh. light sauce I've become with a, crumbled walnuts. I've become a coleslaw person. That, but again, I don't okay, order it. Okay. That is the Lady Gaga of coleslaw. <laughs> um, <laughs> Katy Perry is the KFC version of, of coleslaw. coleslaw. Okay. Right? It's in the value meal. Right. It's a little side. So it's not like, you know, the big side. It's not obtrusive. Right. You'll be like, I dame una cucharada. Right. Or si te quedas con hambre after you've eaten the main course. Oh, You're like, well, okay, it's not okay. offensive. You know. Right, it's there. Katy Perry or coleslaw. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy this. This, this uh, uh, an, an analogy. Just like uh, last, bueno, in our Vegas episode, which, by the way, Seth loved when we made the comparison of um, a Benny, Benny, Benny Hill, Hill con la chica de Porcel. <laughs> It's, it's, true. True. It's, it's true. It's the same thing. Same show. So, so different well, accent. Let's talk now a little bit about something a little, a little bit more controversial than actual, Taylor Swift. Ac- actually, actual controversy. Actual controversy. Real controversy. Real. <laughs> so, esta semana, as yeah. many of you probably know, a Nike oh. pulled from its shelves a shoe that was supposed to be released for the Fourth of July. Did it make it to the shelves? Um, it was already sent out to stores. I think there may be a couple of stores of retailers okay. that actually sold it, but very, very few. Okay, okay. Um, in fact, 
the few that did sell it or did buy it, um, some of the shoes are going for over two thousand dollars. Too many Christmas. In the I was gonna say in the black market, in the secondary. Well, I gotta market, be black. In the secondary market, pero bueno. Um, so the shoe that Nike was going to release, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if it was called the Betsy Ross shoe, but that's what it's being called now. It depicted in the back. The, the shoe was white, you know, red, the, white, a regular, and blue. Regular shoe. And in the back, it had the Betsy Ross flag. So, like, so where the, the logo would normally right. go. Right. So, for those of you who don't know who the Betsy, what the Betsy Ross flag is, Betsy Ross is considered to be the person who sewed the American flag. Our first. Whether, she, whether she did or not. <laughs> is that in question now, too? Well, you know, like the historical accuracies of these things are always oh, okay, a little okay. bit. But in wait, doubt, according you know, to American because history, because the, the way lore. that for you know, right, lore is that she, Betsy Ross stayed and sewed every star, and you know, there are some people say that it was more like a collaborative effort, but whatever, whatever. In right, terms right. of history, um, she is um, credited credited as the person who sewed the first American flag. Right. Now, the first American flag did not have fifty states because. If you took American history, <laughs> you know that there weren't if you 50 took states. third grade history. <laughs> Civics, even. Yeah, like. <laughs> so instead of the 50 stars, as we know today, it was a circle of 13 stars representing the 13 colonies. I'm drawing a blank right now. There was no stars and there was no stripes. No, there the were. Stri- it, it's it's the, it's the same as now, but it's just instead of the 50 stars. It was a circle. A circle. Okay, 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 okay. So. Representing the thirteen. Colonies. I've okay. always seen that flag as a his, you know historical flag, the first flag. Ha, have you? I as just it's our first flag, right? It, it's it's part of history. Okay. It doesn't have any connotation so, one way or the other. Nike puts it on a shoe. <laughs> that sounds great. Out of walk in, Colin Kaepernick, Kaepernick, Mister Neil during the national anthem. He makes a call to Nike and says, "Hey Nike," because he's a spokesperson of theirs. He right? is a spokesperson for Nike. Hey Nike. You should remove, you should pull those shoes because that flag, when it was adopted, the first American flag, the country was, you know, still had slavery. Right. And because, you know, because, it, it, you know, that that flag represents a country that at the time had slavery, it's insensitive, and therefore you should pull the shoe. And Nike pulled the shoe. So Nike pulled the shoe solely because he expressed concern. Because he expressed concern. This wasn't like a, uh, uh, there was a no backlash there was or no, a boycott right. from the public running solely for him. So that is way too much power for so anyone. What are per- your that is way too much power for any one person to yield. First of all, I uh, this is a tough one because I absolutely respect now, his. Before you go, that let me give uh, let me give you a little bit of side. History okay. of side matters. Okay. When I first saw this, I consider myself pretty woke to use a current <laughs> term, and I can't say that I'm an expert in American history, but I know my stuff more than the average person. Probably, more pro- I don't want to say that because I don't want to. I've met the average person, and I know you. Okay, I can say it for I you. had never heard or seen. Any representation of the Betsy Ross flag to racism, like a correlation, like a correlation to racism, slavery, right. or right, anything right, right, like right, that. Right. Obviously, like the Confederate flag. Correct, correct. But I said maybe there's something that I don't know. Right, right. There's always things that you don't know. Right. So, in the past six, like no, not even six years, like three to five years, mm-hmm. there have been white supremacist groups who've adopted the flag in terms of 
like white taking supremacy. Taking it back, right? Essentially, it kind of started in two in two thousand sixteen in a football game in Michigan that there was a group of white guys mm-hmm. who brought the flag to kind of. Um, I don't know if to make fun of minorities or whatever. And then kind of from there or around that time, mm-hmm. it started being adopted, um, among other things, by white supremacists. Similar group. to how that, that Pepe the Frog thing, there's a there's a drawing of like Pepe the Frog or something that is, it's been adopted by like white supremacists. It was not created as right. such, but so, it's been. So that's my little side note to that. So go ahead with what you were But saying. here's the thing. If I'm going to start removing shit every time somebody I don't like starts adopting something, I mean, imagina that No. I mean, where does it end? My issue with it is if you don't like the shoe, don't buy the shoe. Don't control what I can and can't purchase. And this is as somebody who has absolute respect for Copernic's right as an american citizen to protest mm-hmm. but that was his so you right. were you were okay with him kneeling i was okay with him kneeling because i feel like he was he was protesting and that's his right as an american you also have your right as an american to disagree with him right i also feel like kneeling out of all the things he could have done in protest kneeling was not the most disrespectful mm-hmm. you know he could have turned his back he could have sat down he could you know what i mean i feel like right. there's and a certain... he actually when he first started protesting he sat down but then he he met with uh, somebody from the military. military who advised him that the proper way to protest is kneeling right because you know when you, i feel like there's a certain degree of respect in the action of taking a knee mm-hmm. so i i i i respect his his decision As to Daenerys do it Daenerys targaryen will tell you and well she's not going to say much anymore um but <laughs> bend the knee but you know, so so I respect his decision to do it, and I respect his his right as an American. The same way he has a right as an American to do that, Americans have a right to purchase something that does not outright have, as far as we know, racist connotations. Ahora, si tú me dices que Nike was coming out with, you know, the Confederate and watermelon and fried chicken shoe, that's an issue I'm going to have with, with mm-hmm. the shoe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, that's that's the line. But they were doing it based on this country. Now, you can make the argument of like, oh, but okay, this country was founded with slaves and da, da, da. So were a lot of other places. You know, I mean, do you not fly the Egyptian flag because there was Hebrew slaves? I mean, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm making a very sweeping generalization. Mm-hmm. My, my thing is, you can voice your concern about it. But clearly, Nike was releasing it in tandem with the 4th of July. Now, I understand that there's also a current movement within the black community to recognize June 19th as Independence Day within the black community, Juneteenth. I don't know if you've, mm-hmm. if you've heard mm-hmm. about it, mm-hmm. which is the day that slavery, if I remember correctly, slavery was basically outlawed. The they, they, right, was, was declared illegal. Mm-hmm. Which I think that, that very I think that's well fantastic. Should be, uh, I think that should be celebrated. Or, I think that should that gain recognition. Absolutely. But again, you can't take away like it, it's it's like you know it, it's not pie. You can't take away one thing because you want it, but then not give something else. You know, right. you you can't you can't just go around pointing at everything and be like racist, racist, racist. And it's like okay, well then wait, where does this stop? Mm-hmm. I I I I yeah, la culpa a Nike because Nike could have said, you know what, we respect your decision, we understand where you're coming from. However. This is in the spirit as an American company of the country where, where we are from and founded. The same way that we've made other special special edition, you know, special edition shoes, you know? Okay. I don't know. It's just 
you know, there's it, it, it's a slippery. I, I feel like the same way I felt about other things. It seems like a slippery slope of where does it end? That's right. my. So I have a lot to say about this. I would expect nothing. So less. much, so much. <laughs> I would expect nothing. So less. much that it's gonna be like multi-layered. Who is this? Like a like a PowerPoint presentation? Yes, I was thinking more like a trifle. Oh, I can recall. You know what? I would totally have eaten the trifle. Wait, uh, Jennifer, uh, uh, Rachel's, Rachel's trifle? trifle. Absolutely, I would have eaten the trifle. Hey, come away. Fruit, jelly, good. jam, good. Meat, Meat good. good. Yeah, yeah of so. I called Jennifer's trifle. Anyway, um, actually, total side note. Total side note before I get into this okay. long, heated rant I'm going to give. Okay. Yesterday at my office, outside in the main lobby, not of my office, of like the floor okay. where my office is at, there was a girl, because there's on, on the third floor where my office is at, there's um, a for a nonprofit like youth organization, mm-hmm. so there's always there's always like teenagers or whatever okay. around there, and there was this girl who she must have been thirteen fourteen, okay. and she was wearing a friend's shirt that like just had the logo. Th- no, that had all the all the characters. Oh, the pictures. Okay. It was a picture of them, that famous picture of them. The one um, where they're like drinking. Um, no, the milkshake? one that they're they're um. That they're replicating the oh, okay. New York the, skyline, yes, 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 yes. the sitting on yep. the, um, the the welding the, thing, the, on, the scaffolding, the scaffolding. Exactly, yes. I couldn't think of scaffolding. Um, <laughs> anyway, and I'm like, oh my god, you like Friends? And she's like, yeah, I love Friends. And we started talking about Friends, right. and she's like, and I'm like, oh, you know, I actually started watching a show. I remember when that show first came out. She right. goes, oh my god, that was a long time ago. And I go, yeah, it was a long time ago. But you know, when you're a little older. You know, 20 years is not as long as you think right, it, right. it feels. And she's like, yeah, um, I really like the show. Um, my grandmother would watch it when it first came out, and she loved it. Oh. oh. And then I started to think, like, I actually started to think this. You did the math. Yes, I'm like, when that show came out, her if her grandmother would have been 35, yeah, her grandmother now would be um, 60. How, that's when, the show's more than 20 years old? It's 25 years old. Oh, okay, okay. Her grandmother would be 60. And she's 15. So I'm like, yeah, the math. It adds up. It adds up. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> that means that if we would have been our age now, when that show started, we would be 65. Oh, no. I need you to go on your rant while I recover from this. Wait. So here are my thoughts and issues about this whole situation. First, as you said, I don't think that one person should have so much power over a multi-billion dollar corporation. Right. And I understand that right now he's like the woke guy. Yeah, and he's the voice of the, the voice generation of everybody. Whatever, right. um, but I don't think that one call should have. Right. That. That, because from what I've read, it was kind of instant. He called, they looked at it, and they canceled. Yeah, I mean, that's right? how it reads. That's how it so, reads. Yeah. I have major issues with him. I do not have an issue with him kneeling. Okay. Um, in fact, and I think we may have spoken to we, him about uh, this well, I don't, earlier. Well, we didn't speak to him about it. But. <laughs> Here on the podcast. I fiercely defended yeah. his his decision. right his decision. to his right. kneel. Mm-hmm. As you said, he has a right to kneel, and everybody else has a right to disagree with it. Yeah. But I 
fiercely. And I like I remember when the whole kneeling thing was happening. I went to like I fought with people, and I'm like, this is a democracy. This is how you live and breathe right. a democracy. You don't have to kneel with the flag. It's not a tyranny. Because something that my parents and a lot of Cubans, for example, say is that when they were kids or they were young yeah, adults, yeah. they had to go to the Plaza de la Revolución and chant Fidel, Fidel, Fidel. Uh -huh. And then those are the images that they sell to the world to show how much, they love, how much they love him. When right? you're being forced. Right. And you live in a country, thankfully, that if you want to kneel, you know, or sit, or, or sit, or whatever, whatever the hell you to do. the flag, as you disrespectful can. as somebody may think it is, you can. Right. And to me, that is the important thing. So I fiercely defended him on that. My major problem with him, mm -hmm. which is a huge problem, is that he's somebody, again, to use a current word, is very woke. And if he's taking this position, mm -hmm. I would think that he is very up-to-date with and or of knowledge of issues around the world. And that man, when he was still playing for the 49ers, when he came to Miami to play against the Miami Dolphins, he wore a shirt with Fidel Castro on it. Oh, I didn't know this. Oh, yes. And he wore it when he came to Miami. So he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing, and that was a provocation. So he knew exact. He knew exactly what he was doing. And to me, at that point in time, him And you know what? I tried to see it in the most unbiased way possible. You know, not because I'm Cuban right. or it was Miami. But you can't call out the atrocities of one country while extolling the right. On another. And then obviously, when he because he did that at a press conference, he was wearing a shirt with Malcolm X and Fidel Castro, and Money they were like the buddying up. And obviously, this was in a Miami press conference. Right. The reporter for the Herald started pressing him on it, and he went on and on and on. What? All these people that are all white, for yeah. all these people that are yeah, for yeah, yeah. Castro and don't even know anything about it right. start saying, "Oh, but there's universal health care and it has the highest literacy rate in in you know in I don't know I'm the Western forward. Hemisphere." Sí, pero la gente and, no tiene comer y no right, tiene, yeah, yeah, and we, they don't have jobs. Yeah, but, you know they can read the the, the we the, can read the the, the the newspaper. We can read the Odyssey, the Iliad, and you know every other Greek right. work of art. But we're starving right. and we can't speak against the government because we'll be jailed, right? right. And we have no human rights or civil rights, right? But, right. But we can read the greatest works of literature. Yes. Thank yes. God. Yes, and we're good in math. Yes. Right. We could, and we have you know universal. No hay calculadora. Everybody right. has an abacus, but uh huh. We're good at math. Uh huh. We're still so to me as a kind of um, if you're gonna be that guy, you gotta be that to guy. To me all as around. an activist, right. he completely lost all credibility. To me, somebody else may think differently. To me, mm -hmm. he lost all credibility because again he knew what he was doing right. this was not the case of you know that we again we've talked about here in the podcast several times of some you know privileged yeah. white kid in suburban midwest wearing, you know, the, che wearing the, the che shirt at the mall who right. doesn't really know who yeah he's uh, bought it at hot topic and went uh, to orange right. julius afterwards. oh yeah, yeah you know uh jay-z wore the shirt and you know he's cool right, right. so right. that that bullshit, yeah. right. Right. This is somebody who, again, is woke. And for you to wear a Fidel Castro shirt in Miami? No. No, mijito. No, 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 no. La la gente. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. So yeah. to me as an activist, he lost all credibility at that point. Putting that aside. <laughs> putting that aside. As much as we can. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What I have a really big problem with, the real problem I have with this case is that with this controversy, you just gave the power to the white supremacist groups. True. Because now the Betsy Ross flag really is tarnished. I didn't think about that. They are. Because now Nike, an mm -hmm. icon, a multi-billion dollar corporation, has pulled a shoe because of the Betsy Ross flag. So now everybody you've knows given it, you've given it that you've given power. it that power you've given it which it did not have before which it did not have amongst before. the majority because, again i didn't know about that i would I say did, the majority of people wouldn't think of it i in did that context. I, I and again you're I, you're, you're savvy you're, right? you're history savvy. i had never heard that white supremacist groups did mm -hmm. this and if they did it was in very very limited and correct, correct. small you know backyard racist see right next know, to the bullshit, confederate flag bullshit right, right. um so I wouldn't say that there was an adoption of this flag, but now there were. And now you've given these people the power to manipulate the historical context of a symbol. Because that that did not have that historical context. And now you did. So, Shit. so, wow, so, right. so, not that they will. So if a white supremacist group now starts waving the pride flag, so is a pride flag now going to be, right. you know, oh, uh, that's it. You know, it's going to be akin to white supremacy. Yeah. The Westboro Baptist Church uh, is starting to uh, carry it at their No, protest. no, we're, we're doing it. it because we believe in the colors of God, you know, whatever. It's what, the, co it's the covenant of Noah. Whatever. It, that's it. No, because that's, it, that's the story of the rainbow is that it's a symbol of, of according to the Bible, it's a symbol of God right. with Noah after the flood that we're was the taking we're, we're, we're reclaiming the flag we're, right we're taking it back so now like i mean i know that's an extreme example but, no, but, but, but where does but, it end right so now if a group like that adopts not only the pride flag but any flag or, or any, any symbol. symbol so now we've lost that symbol so something like the betsy ross flag which was on the most part a cherished you know Innocuous, kind of icon really. it was, it was, of american yeah. history now has the power. Now that it does. It's ruined. That's it. You, you gave you the power. You gave the power to those people. So instead of making a statement and saying the Betsy Ross flag has for you know uh, centuries stood for the beginning of this country, flawed at you know flawed, flawed as it was, as it and, was and the beginning of this country by the woman you know honoring the woman who sewed our first flag. Whatever statement. And I they, hope that we can learn from those right. beginnings and move and continue you to know, heal as a country. Whatever. Whatever. They couldn't put a nice, pretty statement, right. but instead they pulled the shoe and let that image now be tarnished, and they did. That image is forever tarnished. There will now, there will never be now a major, whether it's apparel manufacturer or yeah, shoe, yeah, yeah. whatever, to use that flag because now they're gonna. Now it's it's kind of like case law. Now they're gonna refer to this case once you once you let the genie out of the bottle. Right. Once you open the floodgates. I mean, let's do a shirt with it. Right. So, but this. Lo que lo hacemos es como la bandera cubana. Goes to a greater issue mm -hmm. that. A couple of weeks ago, I actually started to – I kind of talked about on the show here, but I'm kind of going to go through it again because now – I think that when I talked about it last time, it wasn't really so much on a context of an issue that we were talking about, but mm -hmm. now it really is. And coincidentally, 
this week on CBS Sunday Morning. <laughs> Who had 51 minutes? <laughs> this week on CBS Sunday Morning, they kind of alluded to this. But again, I had brought this up a couple okay. of weeks prior to. One of the reasons this keeps happening is because... This being what? Sorry. You know, you know, this is racist. This means this. This means that. You know, is because we, as a society, as a country, do not know our history. We do not know our history. When we are taught American history, we are taught. What are we taught? A sanitized version. Oh, um, por arribita. Oh, you know, um. Those those pilgrims, they came to the New World seeking religious slivery, how how brave they were. Right. And then, you know, the communities grew and right. grew. And Jonestown, the Roanoke, and... the Indians helping them. They made friends with the Indians. Um, and, uh, you know, one uh, Jamestown, Jamestown right. grew and grew. And eventually we got, you know, 13 colonies. And then, you know, taxate, no, no taxation right, right. without the representation. Tea the tea, You know, the Boston Tea Party and the revolt and the revolution and all, all that. Here, right. You know, the monarchy, we will not be right. subject to a monarchy. Monarch. Those are the pretty things we learn. That's right. how we learn American history, and you feel very proud. Like, right. oh wow, we come from this, you know, colonists that made something out of nothing, right? Right, right. And which isn't and untrue. then when you tr when you learn about um, slavery, mm -hmm. slavery is kind of taught as like a separate thing. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, and by the way. We had slavery. We had slavery. But then the Civil War came along. But then the Civil War came along. Right. And, it, and then it ended. Right. And then it ended. Harriet Tubman, the, the Underground Railroad. Railroad and right, right. That's so, it. Right, yeah, right. yeah. And it's it's kind of taught. And, and, I, and I remember very distinctly how this was taught in school. Yeah. You know, I have a good memory for that type of stuff. It's taught... And it's not even in a sanitized – well, it is in a sanitized version, but it's very like a separate thing. Oh, oh, and by the way, there was slavery, and this is what slavery was, right. right? What it does not talk about was the systematic oppression of, you know, black slaves, of Native Americans, how Native Americans were slaughtered. Wiped out of How, yeah. you know, they were reduced – you know, their reservations or where – well, not reservations at the time – where they lived, which were millions of acres, yeah. were reduced to like – a dozen acres, yeah. right? And and that is the reality of our country. And you know, if you teach, if you really want to teach um, slavery, you have to talk about not only slavery in the Civil War, but then of Jim Crow, and you have to talk about the systematic oppression, the three compromise, the, the systematic the, uh, oppression yeah. of um, you know uh, black people of African Americans, and how that continues to plague this you know these people, mm -hmm. and from everything from housing to busing to schooling to this to that, right. how all that is trickled down from the original sin, which right. was slavery. You know, the original right. sin of this country was slavery. Right. And we have to acknowledge that our country, and this is what I was I said the other day, was born with a fatal, fatal flaw. As much as, as we would like to think- As many great things as there were. There were. It was born with a catastrophic, fatal flaw. And again, to go back to CBS Sunday morning, what- um, We're going to have to have Jane Pauley on our show what, to realize this. What this- package that they presented last week was talking about was that they opened up a a um, museum on the american revolution mm -hmm. in philadelphia okay and specifically they made sure to include the african-american or well black story at the time there were many slaves who fought in the revolutionary yeah, war absolutely. and 
in fact, when um, the Redcoats, which were the British, um, they offered slaves freedom if they would fight for them. So there were about 15,000 slaves that fought for the British oh, and about 5,000 that fought for um, the, the Patriots, mm -hmm. right? And then from there, obviously, um, after the Revolutionary War, uh, slavery skyrocketed in terms of the number of slaves. I think that prior to the Revolutionary War, there were less than a million. Mm -hmm. And within a few decades after, there was like four million slaves. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, these are the things that you have to know because when you know these things, then you understand the context of stuff. Mm -hmm. So then when somebody tells you, hey, that flag makes me feel uncomfortable because it represents this time, you can understand. But it, but it also goes back to something we've said. It has to be about having a conversation which we are not capable of having. Right, you can't have a conversation if you don't know your history. I mean, well, that, but also people nowadays don't want to have conversations. People nowadays just want to be within their own echo chambers as well. Well, so that, is, that is true. So, so I'm saying, it, that, it's, a, it's, it's a horrible... Right, and who are people, and who are people yeah, that are in your echo chambers? People that don't know history. No, no, so I'm saying, it's, it's, um, it's a deadly combination. Right, but it's people that don't know history because when you know history... When you, you know, it's one of the actually, things. Actually, it's funny you say that. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm gonna, I'm going to, I'm going to say this because I, this is one of those things where you know, we all have that one family member, mm. um, <laughs> who we love, who we love, but is a little like, um, he, a cousin of mine recently posted something. Who shall him, name? And I'm looking for. Oh, remain I'm looking, nameless. I'm looking for it now because I saw it and I, I commented. Not in a bad way. I actually commented more like a, a you know, the more you know. Mm -hmm. It says, the, it's big, of course, big American flag. The entire Constitution was written for, in quotations, Americans only. It's in quotations, not, all caps, wrong use of quotations. The World Constitution, it's the U.S. Constitution. Non-citizens and criminals do not possess rights under this document, to which I said, well, that, and I'm literally reading what I commented. Well, that's not true. Under the Constitution, everyone is afforded due process, due process which encompasses criminals or those, or those accused of crimes. Okay, so I would like to ask this person <laughs> in your family, where did they get that language from the Constitution? That it doesn't apply to citizens. No, because it only applies to citizens. It, that it only applies to citizens because right. there is no language in the Constitution that says right. that it applies only to citizens. It says we, the people of the United States, and well, and that could be misconstrued. No, maybe I'm saying right, maybe but that's what they're misconstruing. Right, right, but right, but when you what has cleared up the convert the what has cleared up the Constitution are amendments, and there has not been a single amendment or Supreme Court mm -hmm. case law that has stated that the Constitution applies only to United States citizens. Right. But either, so, way, so, I, but either way, I brought up the due process. Thing. I would love to shut down your cousin. <laughs> because, because, of the, because of the part where it's like, you know, oh, criminals. And I'm like, well, due process is kind of in the Constitution. Oh and that well, why? <laughs> why? Why can't people be educated and know and just know because things? Because it's quicker to hit share. It's quicker to hit share from your echo chamber. And why? Again, and again, this is, this is someone who, again, as you have family members and I have family members, I know this person as a person. Mm -hmm. You know, this is my cousin I grew up with. He is not a hateful person. He is not. He will be the first one to extol my rights as a gay man. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things where it's just like, this is not mm -hmm. that. But again, it's you just get caught up in this mm -hmm. echo chamber and... 
you people, you have to know your history. Yeah. You, you know what I think is what really bothers me? When people say, I mean, this is obviously mostly in reference to like, you know, African Americans or mm -hmm. black people. I don't see color. I know what they mean. I, I know what they mean. I don't see color. <laughs> no, be, no, Beverly. You need to know see color. Because only by seeing color will you understand the plight and the struggle that that person has been through. And the challenges that that person goes through that you, Beverly, do not go through. So, no, you, you need to see color. Because you, as a white woman living in suburb wherever, you don't know what it is like to be a black man in America. So, yes. You now, go to back to Ann Taylor Loft. <laughs> so, you do need to, to see color. Right, because then you don't understand people, and you don't understand yeah. their experience. I get where experience. they're coming from with that. Yes, I, I know that their heart's in the right place. Their heart's in the right place, but yeah. but no, no thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I again, I take this all back to American history. American history is not pretty. American history is very very Nobody's ugly. History. Nobody's, Nobody's history. Nobody's but we're talking about American no, 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 history. No, 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 but I'm saying, but I'm saying, we have to acknowledge that you know the history of the human race has its. It's, it's not. It's but, ugly. But American and, history and you have to is be aware, aware, as such aware of a it. Beautiful, like oh my god, you know, again we went against the monarchy and oh we believed in our rights and and all that. Now I could have a conversation with you and tell you that as somebody you know in law school i like we actually studied the constitution well you have to right the constitution is a beautifully written document it's the basis of everything you you, uh, you do it, as a lawyer it, I but, mean, but, essentially. But, but it is a beautifully written document when you think about the fact that in the 17 uh, 1770s and the constitutional convention at that time they were able to like think the way they did those are things that you could be very proud of as an american no matter what type of American you are, or what right. your background is. Do you think there were cosplayers at the Constitutional Convention? <laughs> <gasps> they showed up as the queen. <laughs> well, back then, who was, um, who was the monarch in England? George. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's right um, George. And, um, yeah, I mean... I just, this whole thing, you know, people start taking sides. People don't know. They start, you know. On both actually, sides. People just start arguing. You brought without... up you brought up your cousin kind of a side thing, but it ties in with what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, you know, people start giving opinions as facts on stuff they don't even know about or aren't 100% sure about. Yeah. Like, like him. Yeah. Like, I bet you there's a bunch of people who are like, yeah, 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 of course. Right. You know. I'll never forget. I mentioned this to you, and I think I mentioned it in a previous Episode. episode as well that when the whole thing with the kids happened mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they quoted the Flores Act oh, you know the yeah, Flores yeah, Act yeah, was yeah, yeah. integral to that and the Flores Act is a very little known piece of law that it's very a footnote it's almost a footnote or was up well, to this yeah. point that very few people know including lawyers and legal scholars it's, well, it's that's their job right <laughs> the only reason I knew about it was because around the time that it it came to surface, mm -hmm. we're talking about now in like the mid to early 2000s, um, I was volunteering at a clinic at that time and we kind of helped people with asylum cases mm -hmm. and, you know, and, and Im immigration related correct, issues. Correct. And that's the, and I knew about it por arribita, you know what I mean? Like, enough to be able to reference it if you had to. Right, but I was certainly no expert on it. But that was me. Like, I was in legal training at that moment right. from a law school, you know, on right, and right. on. And I remember seeing on Facebook, on my dad's Facebook, 
People que son unos yamming. Talking about un cero a la izquierda, right? A zero to the left. Talking about the Flores Act, like if they were constitutional experts on it. And I'm like, this is the world we live in. This is the world we live in. This is the world we live in, so. Uh, what is it we say about the internet? The best thing is that it gave people a voice. The worst thing that it gave people a voice. Yeah. So, speaking of voice... Let's go on to something fluffy. Yeah, something a little a little more fun to end our, our episode. So that on. ends the l- learn that's section. Yeah, of that's the, the learn. I mean, there's a lot of learning there's happening. There's a lot of learning there. So we're going to now hopefully go to the, well, the listening, I feel, was Taylor. Now we're, we're going to well, go the for the laugh. the listening encompasses everything. Yeah, now we're going to go for the laugh. Yeah. Have you heard of ASMR? I have, and I don't get it. Okay. Do you want to explain to our listeners? For those of you who... Aren't are not sure what it is. It's autonomous sensory meridian response. So I'm gonna read out the actual definition okay, of okay. it. Okay. Autonomous sensory meridian response is an experience characterized by static-like or tingling sensation of the skin that typically begins on the scalp and moves down the back of the neck and upper spine. It has been compared to the auditory tactile um and may overlap with frisian, whatever. So basically, I go get that esteriza or like uh, you like something that right. sensory is very like. I good. go get that coquita. Coquita, it makes you feel yeah. good, right? So now on YouTube, there has mm-hmm. been a plethora oh, yes. of ASMR videos that have come out, and I'm I guilty. Bud Light released the commercial with Zoe Kravitz. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? No. It's her with just a microphone, and she's like, she's on top of a mountain somewhere or whatever, and she's like, Fresh brood. And then she opens it and it's like, and she's basically doing an ASMR thing. Right. And I'm like, I don't get it. Okay. I don't get okay. I don't get so, why people I'm gonna, are listening I'm gonna, to people brush their okay. hair. I'm gonna explain to you some of the things and I'm oh, kind okay. of into it. What I don't what I'm not into is that ASMR is a community. I'm not part oh, of no is? community. Have you noticed that everything is a community? Uh, people need people are lonely. Oh my god. Now ASMR people are communities. Like, I didn't know that. I thought it was yeah. a thing. You know, I'm a left-handed. I'm I need to go form my community. You should. Make you a, know? I make a flag. Yeah, make a flag. Then that's going to be adopted by a freaking white supremacist group and there goes my sneaker. <laughs> no, it's going to be adopted by right-handed people. Oh. <laughs> no, and I'm going to end up on Fox News. Okay, so I love. Oh my god, I'm gonna confess this to our. Oh god, all right. And I kind of watch this almost every night. I love to see people getting chiropractic adjustments. Is that ASMR though? Well, pretty much anything. Okay, because I always thought it was like things that are like very soft sounding, very. It's whatever repetitive. Whatever, no, whatever brings you like pleasure and calms you down. And I like to watch it. Like I have a ritual how I watch it. You know, like I have my night ritual of shows that I watch. You brush your teeth. You're in bed. And this is. I always watch, and I'll tell you who I watch. I will watch Bo Hightower, and <laughs> Hi, Bo. Uh, I watch uh, Doctor Joseph Cipriano. Okay, <laughs> they have YouTube channels. Do they uh, all practice together? No, no. Oh. Uh, Bo Hightower is in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and Joseph Cipriano is in Green uh, Green is it Greenboro or uh, South Carolina. Well, no, they should get together. Um, no, but there's a million of them. There's a bunch of doctors of chiropractors. It relieves me so much to see people getting chiropractic adjustments like you have no idea and and on the youtube videos like when they crack their neck uh-huh. it's like 
I'm like, oh, I could almost feel it. Like, I'm at Isa. I'm like, oh my God, I need to go to a chiropractor. And what I love is when they do a spinal decompression. That is the best. Wait, what's that? So a spinal decompression, uh-huh. so you're lying flat. Right, right. Each doctor has a little bit of a different technique of doing it. Okay. But basically what they do is that they kind of pull your head. Oh. It kind of looks, it kind of, some people do it with like a noose looking thing, which is I a little know. bit scary. No, 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 but no. But they no, kind no. of pull your neck in a way that all your, like, all your, your discs, your vertebrae uh-huh. separate for like a second. And it decompresses your spine. Oh. But everybody that goes through this, after they, 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 they usually go like, oh my God, like uh, the shock. But then they're like, then there's that moment that are like, oh my god, I'm floating. This is like the best feeling ever. So I love that shit. Oh my god, I could watch chiropractic adjustments for a while. Then you should make a playlist for our listeners. Then there is, and this there is like countless ASMR channels. Mm-hmm. You've you've got you've gone too far down the rabbit hole, Alice. Just keep going. <laughs> Of barber shops. <laughs> barber shops? Yes. But what do you mean of barber shops? Of men getting, especially Turkish ones. When you go cut your hair, they give you like a full body massage. And they start like 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 um, massaging your scalp. And they start doing all this stuff. I watch that and I'm like relax, relax yeah, as they, fuck. So it's just like the noise of like people getting like their scalp massaged essentially? It's like, not. Like a, it's not so much. It's not only auditory for me. It's also visual. Oh, right? Okay, because I felt like this ASMR thing was mostly auditory. No, it's not only auditory. Oh, I I no. was totally off base. No, um, I freaking love to see it, especially the Turkish ones. I like. I can't wait to go to Turkey and freaking like get my hair cut. And, the, the and then in fuego. India, in India, in India, they like start slapping and hitting your head, and I'm like, oh my god, I totally need that as well. Totally ASMR. Mm. You know what's ASMR as well? And I, I, this, I've been talking about it for a really long time, and people think I'm disgusting, is Dr. Sandra Lee, the pimple popper. Oh, I love her show. People, getting blackheads removed. Oh, it's therapeutic. I do, listen, I, okay. when I, when I pop mine, it's the best. When she, like, starts removing black. You know what I love doing? I love airing her videos when she's like removing a lot of blackheads. <laughs> At my parents' house, my father gets really freaked out. <laughs> my father's like, Quita eso! Eso es una querosida! Do you watch her show? Of course I watch her show. Does that, okay, I, when I, I don't understand when I watch her. I love her show. Yeah. And she's great. You can tell she's very like, you know, cutesy and, and whatever. Yo no entiendo la gente that, that are there. Like, well, you know, I've had this thing for like 17 years. Yeah. There was a woman who had, who had a blackhead on her ear that was the size of a quarter. She had had it for over 50 years. How? How do you? How? 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 You have another head growing out of your neck. How do you not get that taken care of? Yeah. I, yo no entiendo la gente. Well, they don't have insurance. At some point, you know what? You just go and get it taken care so, of. So some of the ASMRs that I don't get, which I think are kind of gross, okay. and some of them are very popular, it's that girl. One of them is, um, I, I forget her name online, but it's her eating. And you just see her, her, her mouth, and it's her like eating noodles and eating fried chicken. That one is totally auditory. And that I one, don't like to hear anybody eating. Oh, my God. I, I hate eating noodles. I'm not necessarily... It doesn't gross me out, but I don't like it. I'm not necessarily bothered by people chewing or eating. I know a lot of people are, but that one, oh my god, it it freaks me out. That sounds more fetish than anything. Sorry. Actually, it's funny you say that because I was listening 
on Sunday, CBS Sunday morning. And they were saying that <laughs> some of them, not all of them, like chiropractic oh. adjustments. Right, right. Some right, of them, fair. like especially the eating ones, can kind of be a fetish. Of course it is. Yeah. Everything is a fetish nowadays. Yeah. And I was like, okay, good. They didn't talk about chiropractic adjustments or barbershops. <laughs> You're safe. Yeah, I'm safe. You're safe. Because I really don't watch this for any fetish or... No, just for relaxation purposes. It's like, man, getting seeing people like getting a chiropractic... Because I, you know what I think of? I think of like how... You picture yourself there and like okay. the relief Ooh, that I'm going to feel like, oh, wow. <laughs> I think that's wonderful. So what 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 ASA, a- ASMR are, are you guys into? Yeah. Oh, and I- Watching a roast pork. <laughs> Watching chicharrones. Um, Rico. Oh, my God. Oh and oil. I, oh, my God. I had the most delicious thing in the world in New York. Did Demon. you see that? Did what? you see the picture I posted? Um, one of my Instagram wasn't working. That's and I true. Chicharrón nachos. Chicharrón nachos. Tell me more about that. Chicharrón nachos at Bar Bacon in in New York. There's one in uh, Union Square, and then there's another one in I think Hell's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. Every okay. First of all, everything in the menu has bacon in it. Oh my god! Everything. What's the name of this place again? Bar Bacon. <gasps> everything has bacon. Even the vodka is bacon infused. And it's chicharrones. They have like a couple of like tortilla chips underneath, but then they put chicharrones on top. They put some guac. They put some like um, like some chili pepper. Mm-hmm. They put bacon, mm-hmm. and then they put um, like a sour cream. Oye, si ellos empata con sandwich de Miami, with the Cuban nachos and the chicharron nachos, like I just I just that's it. I don't know. I'm done. The Cuban nachos are some. Some good stuff. That is, I mean, their sandwiches. Um, so, Sandwich of Miami is a um, local mm-hmm. um, sandwich shop yeah. here in Miami. You have to say there's, right. Sandwich. Sandwich. <laughs> their sandwich is. Their sandwiches are awesome. Yeah, but they're incredible. They have this um, Cuban, Cuban nachos. nachos that it's like fried plantain chips with like a slow roasted shredded pork with pickled onions and, and a garlic, garlic aioli. a garlic bait or cilantro aioli sauce. Oh my god. Yeah, we should totally go this weekend. Okay, let's totally go this weekend. <laughs> we should. And we should take pictures and show <laughs> Absolutely. Let's totally go this so, weekend. Anyway. Uh, well, on that note, I think it's time for cuz we've been talking about, you know, pork is very salty. Mhm. So, I think it's time for the last soda. Mhm. And so, I, do you want to go first? I've talked a lot, so I think tremenda se, pero you go first. Okay, so I'm gonna give my last soda actually to. It's gonna be one of my like weirder sodas. I'm gonna give my really? soda to the to the city of New York. Oh. Um, this past weekend, I was I went up there for for you know the 50th anniversary of Pride and and it was World Pride and all that. But I'm giving it to New York because. Not only do they, you know do they embrace that and they've really made it part of the culture of the city and things like that, but I'm giving it to them for the fact that they were able to coordinate that many people well, in one place at the no. Oh yeah, New York. <laughs> oh yeah, they expected like six million people, additional two people who are already living there, and it was six million people. Okay, even a fifth they had. Well, it was not like this is Topeka, Kansas. No, no, no. But you know what I mean, like, and I mean, and, I, and I don't want to, I don't want to uh, rain on your Coke's uh, parade. No, but I think you know they they every everything went without a hitch. There wasn't any, you know, you didn't hear about any. You know, problemas. Like it just, you know, it was very well taken care of. And so, uh, you know, I think again to your point, yes, they've handled things like this before. But you know what? It could very easily turn into a very, very big fiasco, and it didn't. And so, you know, kudos to you, New York. Well, it is up to them. It. 
Well, you know, it's the greatest city in the world. <laughs> well, to quote Taylor Swift. Oh, God. Welcome to New York. Welcome to New York. You haven't heard that song? Oh, wait, okay. she did that song. That, that was from the album 1989. Why do I know this? Not being a Taylor Swift fan, I'm not sure, but I do know this. Is there some more contractual that aside from Frank Sinatra, everybody who has New York in a song, it has to be horrible? So one of the long, longest, long-standing disagreements that him and I have, and not everybody's <laughs> going to know this song, Madonna has a song called I Love New York, which I actually, I wouldn't say I love, but I actually like. Oh, it's such a bad song. It's a good dance song. Yeah, you have no. all people that you love to dance. You're like, I live to dance. I, I do I dance, to dance. dance. I dance, dance all with my weekend. shirt off. That's I right. Dance. That's what I do with my shirt off and go, woo. You of all people should like that song. <laughs> That's exactly how I dance with my shirt off too. Yeah. I'm going to be doing that in a couple of weeks too. Woo. Oh, yes, Mio. Anyway, bueno. Okay, City of New York. Here yeah. you go. So I, as I knock over the table. Mm. So, my last coat goes to... Courtesy of CBS Sunday Morning. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> to the free Ansley Damus project. Okay. So Ansley Damus is this. You texted me this the other day. I couldn't find anything. Is online. this um, Haitian refugee who mm-hmm. was seeking asylum here in the United States? Um, he feared getting murdered. He's obviously from Haiti, and um, they had threatened concerns. They had threatened to kill his family because he was a political activist in Haiti. That threatened to kill him and his family and torture them and murder them right. in horrible ways. Blah 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 blah. And he immigrated to the United As States as opposed to the nice ways of murdering somebody. Well, but you know, like <laughs> you know, in Haiti, a lot of times they execute oh, people no, no. by putting a tire around their head, uh, around their neck, and setting it on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right. not like they just come and shoot you. So, you know, how much I thought so. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. So um, anyway, so he filed for asylum here in the U.S. And the man has no criminal record, a peaceful man. And he was put in a detention center for like two years in like a full-blown jail with um, rapists. Oh, like a, okay. Yes. Okay, like yes. A jail. He was not put in like a detention center. He was put in like a full blown jail okay. prison. Um, and it, it was a private prison, but we could talk about private That's prisons. That's a whole other episode. Yeah. Anyway, um, and they kept extending his asylum hearing over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, he was very lonely. I mean, he was a man was in jail, yeah. pretty much. And there was, this is why, you know, there's. As messed up as the world is, you hear stuff like this and you are reminded that there is hope for the human race. And I do believe that people are good. There is this couple in uh, Cleveland Mm -hmm. and they're Melody Hart and Gary Benjamin. They're an older couple. and They sound like two lovely. like They have a big house, you know, probably empty nest. And they heard about his case. So they started making like the rounds and appeals or requests for him to wait the appeals process or well to wait the asylum process at their home. So they'd become responsible for him. And though there would be his sponsors. sponsors, right? right, right. And at first it was denied, but they got this like community involvement and there's like dozens of people now behind this probably like 50 to 60 people and all these people started going to his asylum hearings okay and you know his asylum hearings were like yeah you got to wait like six more months next and the judge kind of noticed this and they did grant him uh they did allow him 
to live at their home. And now he's working, he's learning English, and everybody in the community has stepped in. Like the the people that are teachers come and teach him English. Um, There are people that own businesses, um, you know, have have given him work. So now he's working, you know, he's He's um, contributing. He's, you know, um, he's a member of society and he's waiting for his asylum case to be heard. So I just thought it was a nice story because in this age where we talk, you know, immigration has become like everything else. So polarized and so political and, you know, often people start fighting about immigration. Like you shouldn't let all these people in and, you know, they're going to come to do this and, you know, Sometimes you forget the humanity of it and the real people behind it, that these are everyday, ordinary people trying to make a life for themselves. And you Mm kind of lose that individuality aspect that this is... This is a person, you know, this is their name. This is their family. This is where they come right. from. This is who they are. And you're just arguing the big topic, right. the big picture, the topic, rather than the human aspect. So I, I oh, it was a beautiful. story that what, touched what was, me. What's the name of the, it, it was, a, I'm assuming. A, it's a free Ansley. And how do you spell Ansley? A, a, A-N-S-L-E-Y. Okay. Yeah. And, um. yeah, I thought it was a great story and it was something to shed light in, something positive. That's beautiful. So. So Aww. Ansley in New York City, although he's in Cleveland. <laughs> well, maybe they'll take him there for a trip. And you know Cleveland rocks. If it does. Drew Carey taught us that. I know, right? So, bueno, that was episode 70. Was episode 70, guys. This was a nice, this was kind of a packed episode, but I feel it was kind of like our forte, you and I, yeah. banter, yeah, fun yeah. stuff, nice. serious stuff. You know, just you and I. That, Listen, th- we've gotten a lot of. It's funny because we love having guests. Like we yeah. actually do. We love having guests, and we love chatting with our guests. But then there's people who tell us like we love it when it's just you guys. It's just you guys. So we try to mix it up a little bit. Yeah. You know, we go through like tangents where we have a lot of guests. Then we have yeah. like the moments. takeaway is we listen to our fans. We have moments where it's just you and I. Sometimes it's just because maybe we didn't book a guest. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes it's just, you know, (laughs) scheduling. There's nothing in the pipeline, you know, but, you know, other times it's, you know, we do it on purpose. But anyway, we hope you listened, laughed, and learned. And as always, grab your croqueta, your pastelito, and your jupinha. And thank you for joining us. That was episode 70. Bye, everyone. Bye, mi gente. Episodes. You're right. right. You're right. Yeah. I thought you were talking about number of hours. I was like, dude, no, you haven't been in here for 48 hours. Okay, so speak into the microphone. Mm-hmm. Well, no. no. We're, we're, we're bringing you, you in. Oh. You want to be part of the show? No. Yeah. Oh well, that's now's here. your chance. Tell here. us all about Sit your on day. My lap. Um, excuse me. Can you tell me what we did? Yeah. Well, the last day I was here, like the capitals with the countries. 
you talked about but let's talk about something else so we have we have a friend her name is stephanie and she has a little boy who's your age five named lincoln but lincoln doesn't watch ryan's toy review do you yeah i do so tell stephanie why she should let lincoln (laughs) don't stephanie don't why she should watch ryan's toy review tell our listeners why do you you like watching ryan's Ryan's toy Toy Review? review But, but what? But is why? It, you like the toys that he has? Is it because he's funny? Yeah, because I have one that broke, but now I have underpants of him that I'm wearing on. <laughs> His mother, the Wait, other... Wait, Ryan's toy review has... La madre, el otro día, lo deja aquí. And she, she had bought him the underpants. Wait, he has a he brand has of a underpants? He has a whole brand of clothing at Target. <laughs> and he has toys. And I was like, I thought we had discussed that we were not going to buy this. Well, clearly they did not discuss it with Tristan, right? Because you liked it. So you like Ryan tour review? Like he has got what? What kind of toys does Ryan have? Like what? Is, I don't. I don't know what Ryan's tour review toys are. Like what is squishies, it? Like squishies, squishies, putties, slime. Ooh, slime! Do you know how to make your own slime? I don't know yet, but. I don't know the rest. Oh, yeah. So they are those three things. Yeah. Mm. You've never made your own slime? Okay, so I want to ask you about some capitals, okay? Okay. What is the capital of Argentina? Oh, it's Buenos Aires. What is the capital? You said that like Madonna. What is the capital of Bhutan? Timfu. What is the capital? Wait, what is it? Timfu. Timfu? Yeah. What is the capital of South Korea? Um, Seoul. What is the capital of North Korea? Pyongyang. I think it's so cute how he says it. So cute. I just don't know it. How about Japan? You do know it. You just said it. Tokyo. How about Russia? Moscow. How about um, the French? How about Grenada? Don't look at me. What is that one? I don't know. How about the French? uh, The French? French Guiana. Okay. You know French Guiana. Okay, Peru. He doesn't know. Lima. Costa Rica. I don't know that one either. San Jose, no? Which is Cochabamba. Oh, yeah. Costa Rica, San Jose. Cochabamba? I yeah. don't know what that is. Where's Cochabamba? In Bolivia. In Bolivia. Oh, well, there we go. Oh, well, clearly. Um, Does Turks and Caicos have a capital? podcast (laughs) anyway well tristan thank you for being part of episode 70 um excuse me that's just one minute yeah but that was like two minutes no it was a few minutes you're the new guy say you're the new guy wait are you enjoying your summer vacation so far you're not in school i know you start what do you go to kindergarten next year um yeah in august in august that's Mm -hmm. quite excited or it's not. funny because I ask him, "Are you? Do you miss any of your friends and your or, teachers?" He's like, "No." No, no. And it's funny because he loved his teachers, like both of his teachers, and they loved him, and or, he was so friendly with everybody. I'm like, "Oh, do you miss him?" He's like, "No." Oh well. Maybe like, oh. you're honest about it. Yeah. So anyway, well, Tristan, thank you for being part of episode seventy. Thank you, kind sir, Til for being time. part of our show. Well, that was kind of fast. 
Well, <laughs> it's called a speed episode. Yeah. You post those when in between episodes so people don't forget you exist. Right. Exactly. You got to learn about the lingo, man. You got to learn how things work. Yeah. There are eight <laughs> planets in the so. Okay, so he listens to these songs from what Kids Learning Kids Tube, Learning Room. And each, each country mm-hmm. has a song. Each country. Each country. And it's really interesting, like, how I they kind of... How they you try know? to make these songs, like, melodic. So, like, one of them, which is one of my favorites, it's like, What you gonna do when you come to Peru? Visit our 25 regions, it's true. Visit our 25 regions, it's true. What you gonna do when you come to Peru? And then the other one, I, like I love that. I love the one of China. It. How does the one of China go, Tristan? Of China, and then in the background, it's like China. It's like, <laughs> China. <laughs> and I love that's it. wonderful. Like, it gets so like creative, you know, they, they have to make it melodic. Yeah, and there's so many countries, they so have many to, countries. Yeah. some of them are just like, oh, you know, like whatever. Like, some of them, like, there's a song about Afghanistan, and it's like. You know what he said to me the other day that kind of broke my heart in a way? He wants to go to Afghanistan. No, because he, yeah, he did. And he, you know, because he's learning about all these countries. Right. You know, he asked, yo, I want to go there. I want to go there. Right. And I and I tell him, look, you know, for example, in Afghanistan, I go, Afghanistan was a very beautiful place. But right, right now there's like a war and a lot of people right. have died. And I showed him the picture because, I mean, I believe in, you don't, you shouldn't hide shit from kids. Right. Um, and I showed him the picture, remember, a few years ago? This was the thing of the Ryan Squishy. It was. Oh, this is where the Squishy came it in? It was, um, like, a Dr. Ryan, but it oh. was in here. I know there's another one. Anyway, somewhere. and okay. I showed him the picture of a couple of years ago of the mm-hmm. little boy, like his yeah, age, of the yeah. Afghanistan mm-hmm. boy that the house fell on him. Remember that he was filled yeah, with, like, blood old, yeah. and all that, and they put him on the orange chair. I, I posted on my social media. And I showed him that little picture, and I told him, look, that little boy is your age. And, you know, he lived in Afghanistan with his mom and his dad and his sisters. And, you know, there was a bomb that, you know, right. blew up his house. And look how he is and, you know, whatever. Because I think that, you know, he kind of needs to start knowing. You don't have to get into the nitty-gritty. Right, right, right. Um, and then, you know, it pro- he, he let it simmer a bit. And then later that day, mm-hmm. he's like, Papa, are we safe? And I'm like, yeah, baby, of course we're safe. And, you know, and we thank God to live in a very safe country. We live in a safe neighborhood. And, you know, you have like, you know, all the houses, you know, yeah, from yeah. your house to your parents' house, to every, everybody's house, your grandparents' house is safe. Um, and, and, you know, and I'm going to keep you safe and we're all going to keep you safe. And it just kind of like broke my heart. He's like, are we safe? Because he actually was thinking about it, yeah, you know. He didn't just let it go. Right. right. So, oh. you know. So little things they say that it's kind of like, oh, you're safe, buddy. We love you all. Yeah. Well, I can't think of a better way to end than that. We love you all. The People's Republic of China. 
China. <laughs> let's let's end it. China has a violation of human rights. Let's end it with a more fun country. What you gonna do when, when you come, come to, to Peru? Visit our twenty-five regions. It's true. What you gonna do when you, you come, come to, to Peru? Peru? I love it. You can visit our capital near too. Does it talk about llamas? And like I find myself humming these songs, like what you got? Of course you do. do. The same way I'm Welcome I'm... to Brazil, here in South America, the fifth largest country in the world. Twenty sixteen, so I will teach up. Welcome to Brazil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it like a samba? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. like some of them have like. Suriname, Suriname is a country that's real calm. Near Guyana, French Guiana, we're in South America. Suriname, Suriname, come and learn about us, man. Where the ten districts that you will learn and hope you understand. <laughs> that's awesome. On that note, bye everyone. That bye. was Tristan's corner. We yep. Take up Guyana, and we know that you wanna learn our ten governorate names. You will see. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.